Mulligans and Hackers Golf, Season 2, Episode Number 3. I'm Chris. And I'm Alvin. And it's been a few months since we talked to you guys. Two, I think, specifically. But we've been playing a heck of a lot of golf in that time. Yeah, there's a ton of golf played there. Which leaves... Not a, not a lot of time for anything else because we're playing golf. Yeah, oh, by, the, by the time we want to do a podcast, it's pretty late in the day and we're usually <laughs> a little bit tired. So that leaves us with two months worth of talking points to go over. So I think uh, the last one we talked about was number six. Yeah, last was tour event number six, and we kind of teed up our... Uh, we had discussed going out to Rolling Hills to do yeah, the scramble and putting there. the team together. Um, so I guess let's start with that. Let's start with the Rolling Hills scramble. Yep. So I captained the team this year. Um, you, you stayed home. And it was myself, Big Dave, Darren, and my cousin Jake came down from Calgary. And we uh, went out to Rolling Hills and attended the uh, the scramble this year. And you did pretty good. Yeah, we did uh, really good. We finished, what did we finish, seven under? Yeah, seven under. Uh, we had one bogey on the, on the day. Uh, and we finished, I think, third, fourth. Fourth. Just, fourth. Out, of, just, out, just of out of the money. Yeah. So we we had a pretty good day. It was uh, a little bit of a different team look, a little bit more power, yeah. um, and a little bit a uh, little bit better putting, I guess. But all in all, it was a long day, but super fun. Um, and of course, the food was good. the uh, The golf was good. So I think last year we were five under in that tournament. Correct. So this year we were seven under the Correct. tournament, and Finished fourth, and I think we finished sixth. sixth last yeah, year. sixth so last year. I think better performance. Yeah, so we're we're definitely making strides. We're definitely uh, getting better. Um, there was a couple greens that Darren drove, a couple greens that I drove. Um, Dave and uh, Jake were there. They made some really nice shots, whether it be short game or uh, or some nice drives that we ended up using, but. It was it was a good experience, a nice long day. It wasn't as hot as the last year's tournament. Mm-hmm. Last year it was like thirty eight. This year was only like thirty two. I mean, still warm, but not quite as bad. And I didn't wear shorts this time, so I didn't get burnt, which was nice. <laughs> and it, it was nice to see how my Achilles was gonna gonna stand up. Um, I mean, that was a couple weeks after I came back into the into the season. So did, we, we, did you still have the boot on? Uh, when we went, yes, I did still have the boot on when we went out to Rolling Hills. So that was, uh, I was getting a little, little bit of heckled from some of the other teams of, uh, wearing my boot, but Hey, it, it worked out and we, we had fun and we did well and we represented Mulligans and Hackers and I'm hey, sure we'll head back out there again next year. Probably. And I'll probably join you again next year because other things. Yeah, no, it's, uh, we did miss you out there, but Hey, you took your time. And, and you got Dave into a scramble. hundred percent. Right? So yep. it was good for him to get out with the crew and get into that type of environment. Yeah, and then we had, uh, speaking of scrambles, not too long after that, you and I played... The Canada Day Scramble at our home course. Yeah, the, uh, the two-person uh, Canada Day Tournament, nine holes, nine right? Nine holes, yeah. And it was uh, three holes three holes scramble, three holes uh, alternate shot. And, and three holes best score. And then three holes best score. So we both played our own ball and we took the best score. Yeah. And, uh, I think we finished even. Uh, yes, we finished. Because we had a bogey early. Right, we were, we were, yes, we had a bogey early. And you chipped in for birdie. Uh, no, I chipped in for eagle. Eagle. I chipped in for eagle, eagle, eagle on 11 for us after you laid out a beauty drive. Right. Because it, it was, uh, it was we the playing, scramble format right, at that point. We were point. playing from the blues. Yes. And with my three wood, I can get really close to that green on number. 11. Right. So you laid out a nice drive. We were only a few feet off the green. Yep. And you chipped it in for eagle, correct? Yep. One at one is two dozen balls. And, and uh, uh, gift cards. We got in the money on that one. We did. We finished third, right? No, we finished tied for first. Tied for first. And we lost in, in a coin toss. <laughs> uh, so we finished second. Okay. Okay. That's how it works. Yeah. So it was. I, I, no, I, sorry. We finished tied for second. Right. We Not first. I, th- I thought. We, so. we were one stroke off of winning. And we lost. Uh, and we lost the coin, coin toss, toss for second. Finish. And we so we so we did finish Basically. there. And we still got in the money. Got a yeah. card and got some balls, and that was a really, that was a lot of fun too. And I mean, the year before we were three, four over. Yeah. 
So I mean, we we improved. Yep. This is our that was our second time playing it. Yep. So we we had a, we knew the strategy that we had to employ, mm -hmm. and and it worked out really well. And we've got a big, I would say, big scramble coming up this week. Yes, on uh, on Friday, August twenty sixth, down at Cottonwood again. Yep. Um, we're playing in the Halo hundred thousand dollar hole in one classic. Yes, we are. And that our scramble team for Friday will consist of you, me, Darren, and Jake's going to come down and join us. Yep. And we're going to play that scramble and then uh, get us prepped for our tour championship this Which weekend. Is, so we play the scramble on Friday and Saturday and Sunday is our tour championship. The yep. jacket gets awarded and the cup gets awarded this weekend. Yeah, it's the weekend at weekend of trophies. It's 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 our pretty much our wind up. Yeah, it's basically after this weekend we can kind of do whatever we want, um, and yeah. it kind of br brings a wrap to our season. Yeah. So I mean, talking about our season. Okay. Um, last time we talked to you guys, we went we had discussed our first five events. Um, six events. Or first six events. Sorry, uh, I had returned wearing a boot and uh, made my made my return to the tour. And in that time, we have played a lot of golf. We've had tour events 7 through 13. Yeah, I've actually had to take some days off just to get away from the golf course and swing in a club uh, because we've played almost well, we're playing, five, six days a week. I was going to say, we're playing three, three to four days a week for sure. And then on the weekends, it seems like we're playing almost 36 a day. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot, a lot of golf. Like, I missed five weeks, and I'm up over 60 rounds already. Yeah, and I'm, I haven't even, uh, I've got all my scorecards put to the side. I haven't even counted them. Um, but I've got to be close to 80, maybe, because I got a bunch in before you came back. Yep, yeah, that would make sense. And just, uh, we got to play some other courses. Uh, again, like, you went for a vacation, and you played... Where yeah, did you, where did you play? Uh, well, we went out to BC for five days. So we uh, we we played Creston Golf Course in uh, Creston, and then we played uh, Kokanee Springs in uh, Crawford Bay. And you know, Creston Golf Course, a little bit more rustic, but absolutely gorgeous. Um, really enjoyed that course. We got paired with a couple members out there, myself and Mark. Um, had a good day on the course. I think I shot around ninety. And uh, overall, just really enjoy that course. Then we took a day off. And then on the Sunday, which was the hottest day while we were out there, it was like 36 degrees. We played Kokanee Springs. The front nine was phenomenal for views. Um, really well put together. Um, and I was, quite frankly, I was pretty disappointed with the back nine. It, it was almost like it was an afterthought. Just kind of put together in somebody's backfield. Mm. Um and I kind of expected more it being a mountain course. Um, but, it, I mean, in the end, it was overall, it was it was fun. And, and, I mean, it was nice to get away and play different courses. And the weekend before that, actually, um, I'd gone to Calgary and I played uh, Speargrass again this year, um, which has those six par threes, six par fives, six par fours. And Josh, myself, and Jake also got out to uh, High River to play Highwood Golf Course. Um, which was a, a little little different look for us. One another course I've never played. Um, nice to just get out there and see a couple different courses and see how they are. You you know how I am. I like to play as many courses as I yep. can in a season, yep. so it's nice. Uh, what about you? Where I, where have you been playing? The only other course I've played other than our event days, uh, I got a chance to go out with uh, Chris and uh, our old partner in crime here, Isaac. Uh, we went and played Redcliffe. Yeah, I haven't played that one in a long time. Uh, shot a 92. Nice, and I, um, I hear there was uh, there was some crazy antics on the course on that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> if you check out our Instagram, there's uh, there's a picture of a snapped off 150 uh, yard marker that uh, uh, had an accident with um, Chris's ball. I, I can't remember what hole it was, but uh, he was about 20 yards behind it, uh, hitting his second with a hybrid, and he. He made good contact with it, but the ball didn't. Only came about two inches off the ground, and slammed right into the 150-yard marker. Absolutely shattering the 150-yard <laughs> marker. Um, right in front of the marshal, right, no less, right? The marshal was right there. Um, 
he was a good sport, came out and just stuck the remnants of the 150-yard marker in the ground. It was like, yeah, well, that's whatever it is. Um, we laughed quite a bit about that one. Um, and Redcliffe is a challenging course because it's on the on the side of a coulee. Yeah, and yes. right above the river. So if there's any wind, and there you're going to feel day, it. There wasn't any wind that day, and it was uh, quite enjoyable. And I was, I got around the course relatively well. Um, I was really happy with how I played out there. Again, happy with how I'm playing right now, other than I can't score. Um, but we'll get into that after. Yeah, so going back to uh, going back to our season tour, um, when we left you guys, we were heading into tour event number seven, uh, which I do believe was down at Cottonwood. Was that Cottonwood? Yeah. Um, and that was uh, your first win of the season. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, that day was you and me, and we kind of left everyone else in the dust. Yeah, that was actually my uh, best round of the year. And you and I played together, or in we were in the same group, and we yeah. were we were going shot for shot. And I think you had the lead going into the back. Yeah. And I and I bogeyed or double bogeyed ten to increase that lead, and then I did something insane on eleven, twelve. And 13, I ran off three straight birdies yes. to drag it back. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you played phenomenal. And I wasn't playing poorly. Uh, I was I was keeping my pars. Uh, might have been a bogey in there somewhere. Um, but for, for me, it was my best round of the year. Because uh, I was I shot a 77, which was plus 11. Right. And yep. you shot a plus 10. Yeah, and I, I yeah, and I shot a seventy six, and uh, I remember that because I ran off three straight birdies, and it was just like unbelievable. The first one was kind of, I think it was a two or three foot birdie. The next one was, uh, it was on the left hand side of the green, and the pin was on the right hand side in the front, and it was a little left to right breaker that I read hooked it in, and then on uh, thirteen. I put my ball past the pin and I had like a 25 footer coming back and I just drained it. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking at you and you're just going, what is going on right now? <laughs> but I wasn't playing poorly. No, you played so, well. I mean, if you're getting birdies, you're gaining strokes on the field anyways. hundred so, percent. And I mean, the nice thing about that day is like we were riding in the cart together and we just said, Hey man, if you beat me, you beat me. Yeah. But I'm playing, both of us were playing well. Yeah. So, so that was, that was awesome to see. Yeah. That was one of the best round, or I think the best round either of us has had this year. Yes. Yeah. Easy. Easily so, that was my best round. Yeah. So that was awesome. And then... Uh, so then at that point, um, I was 600 points behind Clark for first place at that point. Right. Because we went 1-2, and I think he went 3 maybe or 4 uh, on that he was, day. He was... Uh, he finished 5th that day. Oh, he was way down so there. He was way down. So that was one of those days where but he I just didn't have it. As we go on here now, I think that's the closest I, I was I got to him for the entire season. Then, yeah, we'll get we'll get to his performance here in a little bit. Well, and then uh, so then event number eight, you got a little you got a little uh, a little revenge. Event number eight was um, was interesting because um, you and I tied again. Yeah, we played it in the morning. Mm-hmm. We ended up tied, but because we, we played at two different tee times. Yes, yes. And, and we ended up tied, and then my yeah. dad and Josh came, came, down. came down. Right. So we played Medicine Hat in the afternoon. Yes. And then after Medicine Hat, we had to go back to the golf course <laughs> to have our playoff. Yeah, we, we, we drove from Medicine Hat Golf Course back down to Cottonwood, played one playoff hole, uh, which we both hit the fairway, if I recall. Yep. Uh, I put it on the green. Yes. I, I Mine leaked a little bit right and went down the hill. My third shot, I put it up there yep. and I ended up on, on the bottom end. You were on the top and the yep. pin was on the bottom. So that's always tough because yep. it's hard to hold that green when you're mm -hmm. on the putting down. So you putted you put down uh, and then made two putts for your bogey. For a bogey, yeah. And then I made my first putt and it was only... I don't know, eighteen inches maybe. Yeah, it was a foot and a half. It, it was it was well within makeable range, yeah. and uh, I stepped up and 
so began my uh, my little bit of putting woes for a little the, while. The putting yips began. Yeah, for so a little bit. The 18 inch putt to give me the win. Yes, uh, and I to finish second. Took, I gladly took that uh, second win of the year there. Yes. So then, after that, that brought you to where? Where were you in regards to? Uh, um, I'm not sure where I was after that because it's not really. So you you were, I think you were like. 500 500 600 points back from Clark cuz he he'd built quite the lead. And then we were getting prepped for our first major of the year after that, right? Yes. Event number 9 was our first major uh for the jug, a 2-day event worth double the points. Uh unfortunately because of the weekend that it was, it just ended up being being, the three of us. being me, you and Clark that played in it. Um but it was a tight one. Uh, for you and and Clark, yes, I kind of put myself out of it. Well, the first day, Clark had Clark shot a 81? 83. So, so you and, shot an eighty six, and I shot an eighty seven. So correct. We were, all, we were all close. Yeah, we were within after, four strokes after, after day after one. Saturday. Yep. Uh, I kind of fell apart on the Sunday. Shot a ninety four, which put me out of any uh, contention. Yep. Uh, but uh, Clark shot an eighty two. Yep. Um, and you shot an eighty. Yeah, and the frustrating part about that for me, again, we were talking about my putting yips. I had six three putts, and you know, I'm prone to one or two in a round. We all are, but six is just incredibly uncommon for me. And that one was begging, like I including (laughs) including a three putt on the final hole that could have sent us to a playoff that I missed. Yep. Yes. That that I just gave him. Yeah. So. Again, bridesmaid, never the bride, runner-up, <laughs> two events in a row. So, Which will become a little bit of a pattern here as well. Yeah, so then... Uh, so Clark wins our first jug. Yeah, Clark wins the first jug uh, to add to... Uh, and, and kind of take a, take a pretty good stranglehold so on, on the points total. At that point, um, he was 900 points ahead of me after that. Which is, the, which is a, t- a tough amount to get back. Well, I needed to win a few more events after that to to get the points back, but that's a that's a substantial lead in our in our yeah. league. Yeah, 900's tough to do. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to win and hope that your competition places down further. Yes. So then, event number ten. Um, I that was when I was gone. Uh, I was on my holidays, so I did not participate in event number ten. But I believe it was There's you, us, you, uh, Clark, Darren, Chris, and Dave. Right. Yep. And uh, that Clark won that one uh, with an 84 plus 18. I finished third in that one. Darren finished second with plus 19. I finished with a plus 28 and 94. Not a great day. Oof. But again, and you still got third. Yeah. Um, Dave and Chris must have had rough days. Yeah. Uh, Chris uh, finished at plus 32 and Whew. Dave finished at plus 33. Yikes. So again, Clark just increased his lead again over second place with his fourth win of the year. Yep, um, and, and his second in a row. Yep, so uh, that's eleven hundred points behind at that point for me. And yep, and then event number eleven, we were supposed to go to uh, Land Lakes. Land Lakes. Uh, little did we know they had a tournament that day. So, that so, didn't work out. so we, we had to scramble a little bit to to decide what we were going to do, and uh, we kind of figured that we would have more guys show up if we played a different course in town. Correct. So we went to Connaught. Yes, a place that you and I, I don't, I don't know the last time you played it. I haven't played uh, it in years. It was years. almost 18 years to the day. Oh, wow. Because the, last, the time before that I played was my bachelor party. Nice. So uh, almost exactly to the day was 18 years prior. Yeah, and I, have, I haven't played it since uh, Wolseley tournament years back before COVID. And actually, my, one, my best friend from high school was in town. So he, he tagged along. His scores didn't count because he's way too good. But uh, he tagged along and played with us. Yep, and uh, Clark has played that course a couple times. Yeah, so we knew he'd have so a bit knew, of an advantage and, there. And that's fine, but... Again, and, and this was the last event in the race for the Purple Sombrero. Yes, yes, so Clark won this one as well with a, a plus 19, shot a 92, which was uh, really good on that course. Yep, especially long, playing from the Blues because we're crazy. Because we're crazy, and everybody I've talked to since then says you're absolutely mental from playing from the Blues on that course. That's the last time you listen to Clark. Uh, she yep. played from the Whites. Yep, so if you listen to this, Clark, this is the last time we're ever listening to you when we go to courses to talk about where we're teeing off from. So <laughs> that's been put to bed. 
That yeah. ship has now sailed. But uh, other than that, I enjoyed playing the course. I played well. Yep. I shot well. The only and, thing uh, I will say about that course uh, on the front, because you and I were in different groups, mm-hmm. um, we saw the marshal five times in six holes. And we, it was me, Dave, and my buddy Clay. And we weren't moving slow. We were right up against the group in front of us. And the group in front of them was moving slow. And the marshal was giving us a hard time the whole time. I basically told him off because I, I, I just I was like, dude, what do you want us to do? We're right behind these guys. Like, we can't move any faster. And he was more or less telling us, well, you guys are holding up the course. And we're like, uh, no, man, that's not how it's working. <laughs> and then we seen him, I think, once or twice on the back, and he never said anything to us again. So um, I think we saw him probably three times on our 18 holes, and he never stopped and said anything to us as we were playing. Yeah, it's just it's weird, bizarre. Maybe maybe I have a magnet for Marshall's side or something <laughs> like that. So Clark finished first. Uh, what was the rest of the standings? Uh, you finished uh, with a plus 22. Ooh, second 90, again. 95, yeah. <laughs> Bridesmaid, not the bride. Um, I finished third with a plus 26, uh, 99, which I was really happy with. And everybody says that's a good score from the Blues. For yeah, you broke 100, man. For a guy like, that, that doesn't hit long. Yep. Uh, I was able to, uh, and I enjoyed playing that course. Yeah. I was never really out of position, and when I was, I managed to get myself back uh, without too much trouble. The one thing I noticed myself on that course was anytime I was out of position in the trees, I just had to play low punch shots. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it wasn't like I was losing balls. It was just you had to be strategic. And there was, it was a par 73. Correct. The so odd par 73, yeah. So, uh, because they had three par fives on the back. Correct. And I played the par fives on that course way better than I played the par three. <laughs> so, um, and then Darren finished uh, plus 27 for fourth. Uh, and Dave and Bojan both finished plus 33. Uh, Rounding off the back fifth. end. So uh, that pretty much sealed it up for Clark. Because that's, that, yeah, because those ones were worth uh, one and a half one and points. Half, one, one point and that gave, that gave Clark the purple sombrero. Yeah. And also gave him a huge lead in the overall and five wins on the season, right? Five wins for on the season. Yep. Um, so then, then we were headed into the next day. We played yep, at we played, we played at uh, Cottonwood mm-hmm. in event number twelve. Number twelve, and uh, the trend continues. Yeah. Clark finished first for his fourteen fourth win in a row. Fourth win in a row. Uh, how many on the season at that point? Six. Sixth win in a row. Four, fourth win in a row, sixth of the year. So he is just on fire. And again, he shot a plus 14 uh, and 80. And I mean, those scores down at Cottonwood, which is a uh, par 66, is is great. So here's the thing about that round. Oh, hey, and who finished second? Me. Yeah. Tied with Darren. And Tied. you want to know why I finished second? <laughs> because going into the last two holes, I was beating Clark by, how many did I lose by? Three? Uh. Yeah. yeah, three. So I was beating Clark by seven hole or seven strokes. I was on pace to shoot a seventy-six, and I maxed eight and nine, which because it was reverse nines were seventeen and eighteen for us. And I don't max those very often, <laughs> and I maxed them both to basically give away the day. And unfortunately, again, I I ended up as a runner up. But I mean. I keep my streak alive uh, throughout throughout our our tour our our tour careers. There's only two events that I've ever missed the top the top three that I've ever played. One last year, one this year. So and then uh, yeah, so Darren Darren and I tied, and then Dave came in at a plus twenty, and I came in at a plus twenty four for a ninety. Um, and again, this this is a pattern for me lately. Yep, shooting in the nineties on a par sixty six course. That's uh, that's a little so, disturbing. But hey, and then I'm not I'm I'm not where I was last year at this point where I had an I my my game absolutely collapsed. Yeah, um, we'll get into playing today, but my ball striking today was well. Your ball striking right from the get go on the grit on the uh, it was it was. I don't want to say it was so good, but it was so different. I was my ball striking gave me extra yards today. Yes, and I had no idea how to compensate for that. That's right. You were hitting. No. You were hitting it pure. Pure. Yeah. Because I, I actually adjusted my grip a little bit. I got a little more of a neutral grip. Okay. And it was working, and I had no idea how to manage it. So that's kind of where we were today. But 
And spoiler alert, I mean, we had event number 13 today. We still do not have a winner because we went out in different groups. And this year's rule is there are no ties for first. We actually have to play a playoff this week because Darren and myself both finished tied with, with plus 13, 79s. So we will break the tie this week in a playoff. We'll have it. We'll get. We'll record it as we always do, and then we'll update those standings this week when that's broken. So, either Darren or myself will pick up our second win of this, or Darren. Darren's third if he wins, and, and my second if I win. I think. Second, yeah. So it's been. I mean, I I've been steadily climbing up the leaderboard. Um, I'm fortunate that I lost the first four events to an injury. But it, it's still been a uh, a fun season, and I I haven't been wearing my boots since I want to say event seven. Did I have it on? Uh, I can't remember, buddy. No, I think event seven was the first event I didn't wear my boot, and I ended up winning it. Yeah, and I played right. some really good golf. Actually, yeah, I think you're right. So so since I've been taking off, I took off my boot and put on my uh, soft brace and kind of got back to playing golf. It's uh, it's been good, and I, I've really, really gotten feeling back. Um, my ankle gets a little tired at the end of the day after after some long rounds, so the recovery's coming along, but I'm just happy to be playing some good golf. And today I felt like like I had two birdies in my round today. Mm-hmm. Um, I played with you in the morning, had my, had my scoring round for our tour date, and then actually Clark came back from Calgary, had no one to golf with. So, like the cycle that I am, I went out and I played another 18 with him this afternoon. Again, shot another 79, finishing with uh, birdie birdie on uh, 17 and 18, which felt good. Um, so, one thing I've done in my game lately, after I got the little bit of the putting yips, um, I shelved the new putter, <laughs> and I went back to old reliable, and it seems to be working well. And I've, in the last few rounds i've cycled a few putters through the bag as well yeah um i have a nike method right now i've used the last couple of rounds um i don't mind it but again i i i took my sub 70 out of the bag i don't think it'll ever go in the bag again i i forced myself for the last for this year um to play with a putter that i like Aesthetically, yeah, I like to look at it. I like the way it is because I'm a flange type of putter guy. Yep, but that does not work for my game, and it's taken two years for me to figure out that because I used your the putter you're using right now, my Malpe, yep, Malpe. I used that last year, and it's a single bend uh, offset. Offset is it an offset? Yeah, well, that's the offset, okay. single bend offset, it's a single bend, and um, two ball. Yep, right, two ball type of mallet, and I I, I played well with that last year. And it's got the the insert face. Yep, it's got an insert. This the the method Nike one that I'm used that I used the last couple of rounds has an insert insert as well, where my old sub seventy has a milled face. That's right. And uh, it I got I figured it out now that you know single band insert is the putter for me. Well, the uh, the milled face just gives you a different feel. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not good enough to have a milled face. And honestly, I don't like the the feel of the mill face personally. Mm-hmm. I I like the insert. Like even my new putter has an insert. Yep. The difference is is right now I'm just not lining up well with my new putter because I think it's a height thing because my Malpe is a longer putter because mm-hmm. I got that one extended when I bought it. So I think it's a height thing because it, when I'm more upright, my eyes over the ball a little bit better and I can keep my eye. Um, I've also put in a ton of work because. Frankly, it's just unacceptable losing fucking tournaments on on putting for me. Like that's just not cool. So I've put in a lot of work putting the last few weeks, and, and I mean, again, it, it's starting to show in my game. My putting is starting to come back, um, which bodes well for us going into the scramble this weekend. Yep. Uh, and and also excited about that. Also bodes well for you know going into the tour championship this coming weekend. Um, I feel like my game is rounding into form. Right in time. Yeah, uh, I feel uh, I like everything's to, coming have, coming kind of together. I, I'm still like uh, Clark is by far the most improved golfer out of our crew this year. I mean, he didn't win an event last year. I think the best he did last year was a tie for first. 
Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, at that point, we weren't given. It was just a tough, yeah, we weren't given. Nobody wins. got credit for the win. That's uh, right. And, and six wins this year. Yeah, of our, he's real close to my career record. Yeah. Um, so. And, and every every round, and and you watch him just. We call him the excavator because every shot takes a takes a beaver tail of you know eighteen to twenty four inches. Every practice um, included. But his ability to get around the golf course. And it doesn't matter if it's cottonwood or cannot or medicine hat. Um, his ability just to get around the golf course is is just it's way better. I mean, even today, like we're going around with him in his round, he sh- he ended finishing up with an eighty-five, so he'll finish third. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, his downfall was he couldn't putt at the beginning, and then he was just making poor club choices. And he knew it. He said it, that he was just making poor poor choices with it. So, I mean, if you know where the deficiencies are in your game, you you know how to get around them. Or, or you can figure out how to get around them. And, no, I, I honestly think coming into this weekend's Tour Championship, um, it's golf, so anybody could win. I agree. Um, it's it's a two, It's going to be a two-day event, so... You can have one good day and you can have one bad day. I mean, that's how golf is. It's going to be it's going to be who's who's consistent, yeah, right? Yeah, so if somebody goes and lays down like an 80-80, you're probably going to have a real good chance. Yeah. Yeah, and some somebody's going to have to shoot in the in the high 70s uh, to take to take to put yourself in position to have a real good chance on Correct. Sunday or even if you shoot 77 on Sunday. Yeah, if if you're in the 150s yeah. After after two, two day two rounds, you're gonna you're, you're gonna win. And uh, with the way you're playing, uh, Darren's obviously always dangerous. Yeah, you don't, you never know what you're gonna get with him. He's been having trouble getting off the tee box lately, but it seems like he figured it out today. Um, so, and Clark with his improvement. Um, well, and don't sell yourself. Don't sell yourself. No, sure, I, I, you I, you've I, been you, you've if had I, some rough scores, but your game hasn't been terrible. No, no I. That's that's the problem. My game hasn't been terrible, but I just haven't been scoring. Um, I haven't been rewarded for some decent shots. Yep. Um, which hurts coming back, but you know that that's golf. I'm not I'm not as depressed or just fed up with my game now as I was last year at this time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because you you went through a similar stretch last yeah, year. Yeah, and I was scoring poorly last year towards the end, but mental. The mental part of the game beat me down last year. Yeah. Uh, right now, even in the last few games, I haven't scored particularly well. But my game is still there. Hitting it decent off the tee, just maybe not in great shapes. Um, my approach shots, like, even when I'm hitting, you know, even when I'm hitting a lot of greens, I'm putting myself in three-putt territory, not necessarily two-putt territory. Yeah. Um so that all adds up. And if I don't hit the green, then it's a chip. And not a chip to within tap-in area. It's a chip to within two-putt area, so you're still bogeying, right? Yeah. And if you miss a... Again, there was a few shots when we were out at Redcliffe. I think I edge-burned five holes where it just adds five strokes to your game. Oh, right? that was me today. So, it was like every putt I took, I'm like lipping or I'm right there. That was, that was part of my <laughs> part of my spiral down to taking that sub-70. Yep out of the bag and, and just well I mean talking about taking putters out of the bag like like you had said like yeah I went back to my multi but I it took me a long time like I, I guess we were, we were, I, we were fighting it too yeah I was fighting it hard and I'm kind of like it, I was fighting because it was it's the putter I went with this year and I, and I wanted to give the old college try you bet and, and I did and it just you know and even now we're going into our tour championship and it's not going back in the bag for comfortability or playable it just it doesn't work no so no, you know um, that you're just you're just not comfortable when you stand above a putt exactly. with that putter. And, and so I'm not even going to take that into consideration that that's that's an option for that going back in the bag. Um, I'm going to stick with the uh, the Nike method here for probably for the rest of the this season. Yeah, uh, I have an idea of what I want to go and, and do, um, but we'll see what the how that plays out. Um, again, I talked about my my driver. Um, I had the opportunity to hit a couple of different drivers um, with different shafts, a regular flex shaft and a medium flex shaft. And 
Uh, right now I have a stiff flex shaft in my TaylorMade. Um, I definitely need to change that. Yep. Because I don't have the swing speed for a stiff shaft in the driver, and it creates a lot of inconsistencies with my driver. Yep. Uh, I did have the opportunity to hit a hit a Nike driver when I went played with Isaac, and uh, I hit it really well, straight, long. Uh, I hit a driver today, Callaway. Um, didn't go. It wasn't a long drive, but it just felt more comfortable. The arc. Right. From, yeah. More a more more take, nice ball flight for you. From from takeaway of the ball with the club head to getting the club head back to the ball, it was just a little bit more comfortable than the stiff shaft. Yep. And not knowing if the face is going to be open on the way down. Um, just I don't have the swing speed for a stiff shaft. Well, see, I was playing like with my driver, and I I have a second shaft for it. So right now there's or I I usually play with a stiff shaft. Um, 65 gram stiff shaft in there and I actually have a 70 gram extra stiff shaft so I put that one in for a while use that for a little rolling hill scramble I gave it a try for a few weeks it wasn't bad but I found that as I've actually the last few weeks I've really mellowed my tempo I still have a have a fairly high swing speed but I've mellowed my tempo to where now I get a much better ball flight and that stiff, extra stiff shaft just doesn't fit that. So I've gone back to my uh, my stiff shaft with with my seven or my sixty five gram, and I mean I'm hitting a more consistent ball with my driver. Granted, there's only two two holes that I use it on, on Cottonwood, of course. And I mean I did use it a little bit when we were out at Kanawha and you know in the mountain courses and things like that. Just trying to because I got to learn to hit it. Because there are certain places where it would you be bet. nice because it you can bet. allow me to attack, right? Yeah, you bet. And um, my three-wood confidence is coming back. I'm starting to use my three-wood a little bit more again. Uh, not being able to hit it while I was injured, kind of, I needed to put some work in before I was comfortable hitting it on the course. Um, and actually, I, I got these sweet uh, Arcos sensors. They're Arcos Caddy sensors for free from uh, me and my golf. Uh, it's also a podcast me and my golf podcast they actually were sending the sensors to you for free and you get a three-month uh subscription to try them out so they screw into the bat the into your uh grips for your clubs and you start around on there and it senses either through your phone or the my caddy thing if you spend the money for it or even your app or your apple or android watch so it'll sense your swings and actually give you accurate distances on all your clubs and for me, I was like when the boot came off, my distances were so out of control. I had no idea what was happening. So now after having played, I've only played, I think, 15 or 16 rounds with them. But I have a really good idea of what all my clubs do. Like it gives you a breakdown of everything that your clubs do, like how far your distances are. Like my six iron, for example, I use it off of the vast majority of tee boxes out down at Cottonwood. And... I mean, I'm hitting my six iron on average 210, 215, um, which is just crazy to me because, you know, a, f- a couple years ago, again, I've only played golf for three, four years now, three really, um, I was hitting a six iron like 160. Like, that's craziness. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. So, but, but it's allowed me to really hone my game. So, you know, when I when I go over there and I look at my watch and I say, hey, I got 150 yards. I'm like, okay, nine iron. Here we go. You know, I, I've got 100 yards. Okay, 54. Here we go. And, and I'm confident. So that allows me to just make a full swing, make a confident approach, right? And it's it's kind of changed my game a little bit, which has really helped. Um, and the nice thing about the, the Arcos Caddy is it, it shows you where you lose strokes. Like I said, I wanted to be a 10 handicap because you had asked you what your what your goal is. So it shows me where I'm losing strokes in relation to a 10 handicap and what I can do to improve that. So it's kind of a cool little thing. I, I got it because it was free and I wanted to try them out. And it's actually a, a pretty sweet little uh, in, uh, tool to help you improve. And I'm, I'm a sucker for things like that because I yeah. like to put my work in. So, um, but yeah, it's... I mean, my irons are finally starting to come around. When I when I got my boot off, I started drawing everything. Now mm-hmm. I'm learning to play a draw, like cons- like and really learning to play and a draw. And we see it a lot during the rounds. Like yeah. Even today, when we were out this morning, there was 
There were some really nice draws. Yeah, and it's like it, I'm at the point now where it's not an accident that it happens. It's you know I, I there are certain situations where I'm trying to hit a draw, and I'm say I, I would say probably seventy percent, seventy five percent of the time I'm able to do it, and then the other part, you know, if I'm not able to hit, it, I'm not able to hit it. Because, again, still learning how to fully do it, but now understanding what I need to do in my swing and my setup in order to get it. And our home course plays so well if you can play a draw as a righty. Yeah. It, it just sets you up so nicely. Yeah. I mean, that's why Chris does so well as a lefty, right? Yeah. Because Because it's natural to his swing yeah. as a slice or a fade. And, uh, yeah, it, it's... It's been an interesting season. It has, and and again, getting into more of the the gear geek type of stuff where shafts are something we're focusing on, and again, we're learning as we're going on here. Yeah, you got to we got to try stuff, right? Yeah, and and just the opportunity to try different things is is exciting, right? Um, I'm going to go through a whole putter sequence here, probably in the winter off season, try some things with a putter to. To get that part of my game confident. Yep. Right? Yep. Uh, not that yep. I'm not confident right now. Uh, no, but that's a part of your game that's always kind of been a question mark. Yeah. Because even when you're yep. like we used to, we, we call you Mister Fairway because you generally, you know, you're you're pretty good about getting your ball off the mm-hmm. tee into a playable position, and then like even today, you were hitting good balls off the tee. Yep. And then everything after that was kind of was an adventure. That was a train wreck. I just, you know, I. My accuracy with my, we'll say, nine iron pitch wedge gap was was off. Yep. And it was off because my ball striking was a little bit better. Yep. And so which changes your distances. Yeah. Which makes it really hard to know where that ball is going to go. Yep. And, I, and it was just something I couldn't figure out today because, again, you're trying to play around and you're trying to score, and it's just not working. Um, you know, I... You just go with it, right? And I mean, today, like, it, the the mental part of the game hasn't really worn me down this year like it did last year. Yes. So I'm still able to get in there and try and figure stuff out. And like, I even said on the range, we had a range session before we went out. Today, yep, yep. And I said to you, as I was walking off, I'm like, I, I don't think I've ever hit my seven iron that far. That pure and that far and that straight. And yep. so I took that out onto the course and it just it literally threw my game into a whole different avenue. Well, I mean, when you're one club different now, right? Or, or for example, it, yeah. you know, you're hitting your seven iron where you would normally hit your six iron. Six iron, and then which, all of a sudden, it's which like is exactly what I was doing. What do I do here? And, yeah, and you know, and again with the, some of our some of our green elevations up and down. Yeah, um, and the tee boxes. Your it accentuates that that gap big time, right? And you I mean, know, you get a little bit of wind behind tea, you. Elevating yep. a tee box on a low green, and you're playing, you know, a club heavy that you think you are. Yep. Well, now that club is a club and a half, or maybe even two clubs difference, because the green is below your tee box by quite a substantial margin. Yep, correct. Um, and there's a lot of trouble when you're long on, yep, on a lot of those lot holes, of those, right? Yeah. And uh, so, just trying to get a trying to navigate the course today was a little tough, but. You know, it never really got to me. I, I knew I, I knew I had the game today. It just wasn't right. You stayed calm all day. Yeah. I, I got to say, like, I mean, again, we usually, whenever we're playing a group, we're riding a cart together. And uh, I got to say, today you were, you didn't have your best stuff, but you were, you remained positive all day long. And, and I mean, there's been games where I've rode around with you and you don't have your stuff and you're just losing it. Yeah. And but I mean, you were, you were upbeat. You stayed positive the whole day, and you're just kind of like, hey, man. It's golf. Golf is hard. Yep. It is the way it is. No, just just the way it is. And I'm enjoying the process here a little more than I did last year because I'm personally I'm trying to get something out of this. Yeah. Right? A grip change today. A grip change that I actually was just working on in the living in my living room upstairs. because um, I have like three sets of golf clubs just sitting in my living room upstairs because just just what I do. And just taking the different clubs out of the bag from different sets and just trying grips, just gripping the club. Yep. Right. And, you know, getting that on your, on your backhand, getting that two knuckle where you can see the two knuckles on your left hand and getting that thumb straight and then just locking your other two pressure points. I, I was just working on it over the last like week. 
Yeah, you got to find something that's comfortable and for to, you, right? That's the thing. It's not really a comfortable grip, but like I took it to the range today, and it was just it was animalistic. It was just it just worked. Yep. Right, and it's not necessarily a comfortable grip or a comfortable swing, but the whole dynamic of keeping that club face square with that grip as you come back through. I mean, it was evident today that that works. Yep. Now I just got to play with it. Yeah. More and more instead of instead of regressing back into the. Um, um, I don't know if it's a weak grip or a strong grip, uh, whatever one I had before. So you, um, are you still interlocking your your, I'm interlocking your, your fingers? The, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but it's making sure that you you can see the two knuckles on your left hand. Okay. Right? Uh, making sure that you can see them and your thumb is straight, and then just locking over the top. Yeah. And again, watching videos and everything, and just trying to go back to some basics and getting a a basic again of just your setup. Yeah. And I. It really it worked today, and again, the score may not may not dictate that it was a good day on the course, but like like you said, I stayed positive because there was some positives I took out of today. Yep. Because I, I hit the ball long. Yep. For, I hit the ball further, and well, further is always good, but I mean the the, the toughest thing and, and the thing that we've really found out in the last couple of years is when you the most important thing out there is knowing your yardage yep. yardages because when you know your yardages. And you get to that, the most important shot on golf, I believe, every hole is your second shot, yeah. your your approach shot. Yeah. That one's important because you have to know your clubs. And that's why I carry five wedges in my bag. Because yeah. I, I know from the bottom end, I'm like, this one does this, this one does this, this one does this, this one does this. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, I need this distance. I got one that's full swing. It's go, just yep. full send. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. So. Getting into that type of stuff and just working on that is keeping. Even though the scores and, and our, you know, chase for the cup, I'm kind of I've, I've faded. Um, it's well, keeping, it's keeping me interested in, in continuing to go out to the course and continue working on it, right? Well, I mean, you'll. I think you're comfortably into second. Uh, I don't think anybody for can second, catch you for, for, for the second year, second year in a row. Year in row I'll, be, I'll be the bridesmaid in the chase for the cup. Yeah, you'll be the, the runner-up. Um, Clark has. Clark has locked up the purple sombrero for most out of town points wins. He's at least got uh, a sh- or no, he does. He does now have um, the most wins, most wins yep. of, so of the year. Trophy. So he he has the most wins trophy. Um, he's probably got the trophy for most points. Uh, like like we just said, there's there's really nobody catching him. Yeah, he's he's the Chase Cup. Winner, he, he's yeah. going to be the cup winner. The only, the only thing that's left to be decided in our in our league is the tour championship. Yeah, and I mean, as the defending tour champion, I ain't putting the jacket on anyone else. <laughs> so it's coming home again. Uh, I'll be put, I'll be hanging up a second one right so, after next to my other one. I'm feeling pretty good. So, and if Clark were to win, yep, he would be this for the second straight year. Clean sweep, clean sweep trophy winner. Like he would, I and mean, he would have one up on you because he would have the jug. The Correct. Time, the first time the has been won, so he would have the entire trophy case. Yes, that that one hurt a little bit because again, I gave that one away by six uh, six three putts. So, um, so yeah, he if he does manage to win it, he he you know will. What? If he if he were to man, and we're, I mean, I don't want to speculate or anything because I think going into the weekend, I think I'll have a good chance. You'll have a good chance. I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be exactly. a good weekend. Um, but uh, if he were to come up. With it, um, he would have earned it. Yeah, he would have played well enough to win it for sure. Because uh, you know we're we're playing well enough that in order to win, especially a two day tournament for us, you have to play well. Yeah, you have to be consistent. Yeah, right. There's and I mean as amateurs and the way we play, we're prone to inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. I mean we can you can see it in our season scores throughout the entire year. Yep. You know, some guys are, you know, there's large swings from the mid-90s down to the 70s. Uh, I mean, you know, I look back at, like, last year, the reason I was in the top three all the time is because my window of consistency was smaller than everyone else's. And, again, this year, that's Clark. Clark has really bottled his window down and got his consistency within that, you know, that 76 to, like, 85 range, and he just lives there. Lives there, yeah. And that makes it really tough because he's in the he's going to be in contention every yep. day. And good for him. I mean, he. I, I'll have to say, like, he puts in the work. Yeah, it's it's fun having him be the villain on the on the tour and not me anymore. So I, I do enjoy that. So, 
you know, he 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 put he's hitting a lot of balls on the range. He's working on his stuff, and it sh- and it it's it shows that it's working. Yep. Right. He's playing a lot of golf too, and he enjoys it, and so good for him. And you know, we'll see what happens next weekend. It's. But, uh, uh, I'm not going to put myself out of the picture because. No man, honestly, honestly, I think you always show up. You'll you'll play well. I expect uh, Clark to play well. I expect Darren to play well. Uh, Dave usually steps up. I mean, he hold out for Eagle last year at yep. the Tour Championship, yep. or, like on the actual hole out. And he actually played well today. Yeah, you just he had a you got a couple holes that got away His from on the back. Got, the back nine kind of blew up on him a little bit, but. Uh... I suspect Chris will play well. Yeah. Um, I, I know Jake's coming down not only for the scramble but for the Tour Championship. Yeah. And his game has kind of been rounding into form a little bit. So I expect everybody that's going to be out there has an opportunity. It's just going to be who can put it together for two days. Yep. And be, at the be, end of the day, on Sunday, somebody will be walking away and, with the jacket. And that will be pretty much our, our, our Mulligans and Hackers League season. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, there's a couple of there might be a couple of scrambles coming up in September that we might look at. Yeah, it depends on kind of how the schedule goes. Because um, I mean, in September, obviously, I coach high school volleyball, mm-hmm. so my schedule is going to get a little busier with that. Um, but I'm hoping that we'll be able to get some scrambles in. There's one in Indian Hill, and it's a 27 hole. 27. 27 hole scramble. Oh my god! So is that a one day? Yeah. Oh my! That's going to be like an eight hour day. Um. Uh, we not that we've been asked to come, but we've been. It's been hinted to us that we should go for a while now, so we might lock that one in. Um, <laughs> that's a long day. Yeah, yeah. So, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. And that's uh, a course I I've never played there. Never played there either. So that'd be that'd be a different one. And again, something to go and try out, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, maybe something else comes up in September. Oh, I, I do believe with we still have. Uh, um, with the Sneaker Show podcast, guys. Oh, yeah, we got to get Nathan, that in. Nathan and his pal, he's, um, we chat quite a bit, and uh, him and his buddy are, are down to play you and me. Okay. Uh, I'm not quite sure what format we're playing yet. Uh, we uh, you, should, you should actually get that get that rolling here, and we should set up a date for that. It's going to be in September. Okay. Um, and we're not quite sure what the format we're going to be, whether it's going to be best ball, um, we're not quite sure. But I, I, I think we go... I think best ball would be fun. Yeah. Um, best ball or maybe even like stable for... Yeah, something. Or, or just, something, just something fun, man. It's going to be a blast. Uh, but just to get... Because I've known Nathan for, for a while. And, yeah. And he's a co-host on the Sneaker Show podcast. Um, and because we both do podcasts we kind of got into this hey we should do something together and we'll we'll probably do a little bit more content uh we're gonna play for you know dinner yeah losers buy dinner yeah and uh we'll do some content we might even do some we might even hit instagram live that day yeah um you know the four of us maybe a little special guest podcast or something yeah well again we'll we'll do some content and just to uh do some cross promotion with with their podcast and our podcast yeah, I mean, I feel like this year we've we've really focused on golf. Um, our podcasting has kind of dropped off a bit because we have been playing so much golf, and it's been so bloody hot here yes. that it's just it's been hard to pass up beautiful days to golf be, because it's been unreal. You know, uh, I wanted to keep the podcast going, but I still golf is the primary thing that we do. That's right, right? And I want to play golf, and I yeah. played a lot of golf this year. And and I mean, and, we appreciate each and every one of you guys that listen to this. Uh, I mean, this has gotten bigger in the last year and a half than yeah, I it, could imagine in this time frame. It has, and, and the friends, again, and we say this in every episode, the friends and contacts that we've made doing this um, has been great. Um, just, I mean, we don't know, we're not, we're, not, we're not deep into the golf world yet, Yeah, we're getting there. Yep. And uh, well, now at least we can carry conversations and do yeah, different things, yeah, and, and and you know we're starting to be fairly knowledgeable on stuff and feel comfortable in, and, in talking about just, it. The, just that golf, the, like we're such novices in the golf world, but it's fun learning. Yeah, right? golf, golf, golf is one of those sports. 
you have a love-hate relationship with and some uh, for some people lately it's been a lot of hate for some people it's been a lot of love but again for a guy like me at my age um, I'm going to play golf until I can't yeah so I've got another you know 25 25 years of golf to play and uh, I've, I've said this to some of my friends when it comes to us doing the social media stuff the podcast stuff um, you know I did a lot of things when I was younger you know music sports and I never really got out of those things what I personally wanted to get out of those things yep you know I, I had the opportunity to play some live shows with bands and and those type of things and you know that was always something I wanted to do and I and I, and I accomplished it but I never got got the maximum out of that same thing with sports and in, in whether it's playing or coaching yep um, although coaching I was relatively successful at uh, and enjoyed I never really got out of it what I really wanted to get out of it golf is something that I am going to get everything possible I can get out of these next 25 years of playing golf well, I'm the, going the, to get everything out of this sport that I can and that's the beauty of golf right it doesn't matter your age nope. you can still get out there and play right there's there's a there's a fair age gap between you and I yeah and but we can go out and we can play relatively competitive against each other yeah i mean again no there's no pictures on the scorecards nope. it, it just i mean our handicaps are very similar yeah uh our games are very different very uh like you would see our scorecards and you'd be like oh you guys are similar and then you'd watch us play and you're like you guys get around the golf course very totally differently um but i'm going to get out of this golf thing the maximum i can get out of it for myself personally yep and you know the social media stuff is just part of it and you know, I'm considering next year doing some lessons because we have some Ooh, lessons. We have some options on the table for next year, and again, things we could dive into and get involved in. Yeah, uh, we're not sure what this, what the, what their tour is going to look like next year. We don't uh, because we have other things that we, I wouldn't say want to move on to, but different challenges, different, different venues in golf. Yeah, and I, I think... Because there's things here in Alberta that, like other provinces have, amateur tours, and again, playing scrambles and those type of things, um, that might take a little more precedence for us next year. And, yeah, and, well, and I mean, again, we, we've played we, those scrambles, yep. and, and we've we've liked the pressure, and yep. we like how it feels, right? Like, we've enjoyed it, so yep. we're kind of seeking out more of that. This this weekend today was the final round of the uh, Alberta Golf Tour Championship. Right, and it's an amateur tour. Yes, and it's something that I've been for most of this season paying attention to, chatting with the people that run it, and it's run by and it has flights and different handicaps. Different flights, correct? different handicaps. Yep, and it's something that would be quite a quite an experience for new golfers like us to to go and experience that type of golf those yeah, type of tournaments that'd be a different kind of pressure um so the to, the tour itself um sticks pretty much to calgary and north calgary edmonton area they they do come south of calgary a couple times in the season and it's something i'm going to look into next year and per- because you just have to participate in at least one event to be able to qualify for the season-ending champion four-day championship at the end. Nice. Um, it's something I'm legitimately looking at. That maybe just for the experience. It'd be amazing, right? Just for the experience. Again, another experience in golf of playing it. You know, even if we just participated in two events or one. Yeah, that'd be that'd be uh, amazing just, to talk just, about. Just, just amazing to, go and to do that on uh, on an amateur tour. These are the things that we're, we're, we're constantly floating around. Like, what else can we do here? The league for us and our buddies was great and is great, but I'm not quite sure what that's going to look like next year. If, because I think I said it to you earlier in the week. Next year, I'm going to focus a little more on my golf. Yes. Um, not necessarily as much on everybody else's golf. Yeah, well, so, and I mean, we when we started this, we kind of just tried to make it as easy as we could for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, now, like this year, it's... Hey guys, like we're playing golf. You need to let us know if you're going to play or not. Like we're not, but, we're but, not babysitting for you. But that that just runs into guys. Again, we're looking after 
a group of guys. That's right. Right? And next year, I think I'm just going to look after me Yep. in golf. And maybe we do do a different type of, you know, bastardized version of the, I mean, of the tour. There will probably be some type of tour. I mean, you got to think we have our major and our tour yep. championship yep. and some stuff. It, it just may... Maybe less events. Yeah, it's or... just a little different next year, but but possibly playing a little a little more, um, just different experiences in golf. Yeah, like, again, like yeah. Well, we're ready for that next step, right? I, like, I, I mean, I, I always I, I'd like to, I just want to try it. And again, I'm looking at the flights from 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 this weekend's tour championship for the Alberta Tour, um, and you know. That's our scores in the, in the in the D flight. That's our scores, right? Yep. So what? Well, and that's what I've always said. I mean, I you know I joke, but I was talking to my buddy the other day, and he's like, "You guys are better than the average golfer." He's like, "If you can play bogey golf, you're better than the average golfer," so, and that's basically where we are. Maybe slightly better, but but right around that area, right? And but just I, I just want those experiences. Yeah. It, it, it's a life experience. It'd be fun. Uh, I mean, you never know where, where that'll lead. Um, it'd be fun to, unfortunately, we didn't get there this year because of, you know, injuries happening and stuff like the draft golf, get into that. Draft, that we, we had great, that good we, intentions to that do we, that, but that just we missed it. And again, we, we chatted with those guys and, and it was something I really wanted to do this year. But again, it just, it didn't work out. And again, we, we got invited to a couple other tournaments that for us would be trip tournaments. Yeah. Um, you know, our the the boys from Safe Park Podcast had a tournament this year for the first time done in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, it'd be a bit of a bit of a trip, but that'd be pretty sweet to just trek down a, there and it show would up. Be a wild trip if we could do it. Um, you know, uh, there was a there was a tournament in Manitoba we were invited to. Again, that's that's a trip that we would have to take. You know, and it's time off, and it's commit. You have to commit to them. Yep. Um, but I think for you and I, uh, next year we're going to have to commit to something like that. It has to, we have to do a trip? Yeah, yeah. It's well, we've been talking about it a little bit last year, a, a bit more this year. That you know, we got to take a trip as you know the two of us, or maybe a couple more guys, wherever, as the Mulligans and Hackers guys, mm-hmm. and go. You know, whether we go play in a tournament or we go play some different there's, courses there's somewhere so many, so or do something. Social media groups that that hold these events. Yep. And for us, it would be great just to go on and, and get to meet these people. Yeah. Yeah. Put a, put a face to a name. You bet. And, and I mean, instead of just digitally communicating yeah. with them. So, you know, there's things that I want to experience over the next few years doing this. So next year, there will be some sort of a progression in what we do. Yep. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, again, this is just part of us growing as, as our brand. And and understanding it, and you know, making tweaks along the way, and getting everything we can out of this. We don't necessarily have to do everything in one year. That's right. We're going to be playing this for a long time, and so I want to get. I want to. This year was we grew up. We grew more than we grew last year, and and you know, next year I'd like to see us grow a little more. Not necessarily. I'm not 100% concerned about the social media stuff, but just I want to go and experience more golf stuff. Yeah. Right. That's that's the thing. I want to go play different courses. I want to go play different tournament formats, and uh, focus a little more on my golf. Yeah, that's uh, it. Should be fun, and I mean, I'm just I'm excited. Everything is on the table, and everything is open. You know, and it's just it's exciting. Fun. Yeah, it, it's exciting for 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 guys that are just getting into golf, and because there's so much out there to go and experience, right? Well, hopefully, I'll be able to have a full season next year and not have yeah, not be yeah. on the shelf for five weeks with an injury. I'll cross my fingers. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I, for now, I'm just excited that you know I was able to have only five weeks that I missed this season. That I was able to get in a ton of golf, and uh, that we're pressing for or preparing for our tour championship this weekend and our scramble. And you know, when we next talk to you guys, we can uh, we can recap that, recap our scramble. We might have a few more scrambles to talk about. Yeah, the, the next podcast might not be as far away as this one was. No, I think one. I think what we'll try and do is like one a month, maybe. But. Again, we'll recap. We'll recap uh, finishing up our season with the Scramble Tour Championship. Yep. Uh, in the fall, we're going to do more guest spots because we already have some guests lined up yep. for the winter. Um, I think I plan on doing a men's league maybe at the simulators this winter. Ooh. 
That's that's that'd be books. good. That's in the books as well. Yeah, um, I that's actually not a bad idea. So I'm not quite sure where yet, but um, I know a couple places have them. I know uh, our home course of course has an MNP Cup. They call it, mm-hmm. and then the nice thing is, is they rotate their simulator courses. It's based upon your handicap, and then you just have a uh, seven days that week to play the course. You go in whenever you can. And then we have another court, another place here, at Studio Four. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, we um, I got a gift card that we still got to use up there. Yep. So we we got time whenever we can go down so there. And... I think I'm thinking that's something I'm going to do in the winter, just to keep swinging the clubs and keep me in golf involved in golf and and keep our swings going right like not take as much time off yeah that that's yep. one thing we did a little bit more of that this this winter i'm gonna chat with a few people this winter and get to again get to know a few more people um that i'm kind of excited about as well uh so yeah we're still again i'm, I'm everything is on the table yeah for for this little venture that we're into yeah it's awesome um but guys we've uh We've droned on for quite a while here. Long enough. Yeah, long enough. So we're going to call our quits here on this episode and go get some rest. It's going to be a busy week heading into our scramble and our tour championship. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll chat and with you again, not too distant future. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, may your mulligans be plenty and your hacks be findable. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Good night, everyone.